Welcome to the Epic Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Walker. Each week, I get to talk to amazing women about their epic adventures in motherhood. I'm so glad you joined us. I hope you enjoy the show. friends and welcome to the Epic Mom Podcast. I am so happy that you joined me today and I think you're going to love the conversation that I had with my friend Jess Curran. I haven't known her very long but every time we visit I just want to visit longer and get to know her better and I think you'll feel the same way after listening in on this great conversation we had about all the traveling that she's done with her amazing family. So without further ado, here's Jess Curran. Welcome to the Epic Mom Podcast. I'm so excited to welcome my guest today, Jess Curran. She is the fantastic mother of three kids. And we met this last summer through a mutual friend and a um, mountain bike camp that our girls attended. So I'm super excited that she's willing to join me here on the podcast and just want to welcome you, Jess. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. And I'm in Alabama and Jess is in Idaho. So I'm sitting here in 65 degree weather with sunshine. What's your weather today? Not to rub it in or anything. You know, actually, I think today is slightly warm. I think we might even be at like, oh, 39. This is like balmy for us. That is balmy. And there's no snow outside, which we're all very disappointed about because we're ready to ski. But winter has decided not, we had winter in October. And now we get October and November. We're trying to decide if we call it October or November. Like, you know, (laughs) we're not quite sure what our weather is doing. I think this year by like this time last year, we had a couple of feet of snow. So we're all just twiddling our thumbs and like waxing our feet, trying to get, you know. And yet it's it's not quite warm enough to really do anything really outside but it's too cold yeah not quite cold enough for snow yeah we call it mud season we're solidly in mud season but it's more like frozen mud at this point not really mud mud so you know yep so um I know that you love to mountain bike what else do you love to do outside and ski so what else do you guys do as a family yeah so we we've done a lot in the past um and now that I look Look back on that part of me wonders how much it is as parents that we love to do it and we drag our kids and how much they actually like to do it. So the jury is still out on that, but um, for sure the mountain biking. And then um, we also love to backpack um, and canoe camp or even just canoe. We love to river run. My kids would go river rafting every week if they could in the summer, but we don't have our own boats and can't afford it. So um, we tend to stick to canoeing and paddle boarding and um, camping. Kind of well, next things. summer when we're out there, we'll have to play more. Because we just yeah, barely met right before big, we met. Yeah. So. You guys are big white water people. That would be that would yes. be really fun. That would be way so, fun. Yeah. Um, we did a local backpacking trip this last summer, which is me and my girls, actually. My husband ended up going with my son and the scouts because he did another leader. And I was like, I'm not giving up my backpack trip. We're going anyway. So the girls and I did a pretty hefty, a hefty backpacking trip by ourselves um, this last summer. And it actually turned out really fun. I'm like, we should make this an annual thing. Like, this was really cool. But then, of course, you know, 
the husband and the son are jealous of we got to be over by the Tetons and they were just by this little small lake. So (laughs) well, Uh, that's good. They should be a little jealous. So that's the first time that you've done a trip, just you and your girls. Yeah, actually, that's the first time I've ever been backpacking without my husband, which is well, kind of crazy. Good for I, you. Right? I was like, no, I can totally do this. And I'm totally surprised that he was on board with it. Um, I was like, he's going to be like so nervous or like think that we're going to get into trouble or, you know what I mean? Like there's bears yeah. and things like we're solidly in the Tetons and, um, but it, it was so perfect. And the girls did great. And they, it was actually really fun because we all, all three of us slept in the same tent. Like usually when we go camping or backpacking as a family, it's like the kids in one tent and then mom and dad in the other one. But it was like me and my girls. And they're like, this is so fun. We should do this more often. Like it was just kind of a girl bonding moment. And That's like, awesome. Was- I love that. It was, it was super fun. So um it was a little hard like my poor nine-year-old I think we hiked her off her feet but she um she's pretty strong so I think we'd mix it up a little bit next year but um yeah for sure I want to do that again is she is she interested in going again she loves to backpack so Um, then definitely you can take her like it obviously wasn't too hard if she's not sworn off of it forever yeah I think she'll be I think she'll be good to go and we kind of talked how we'd mix it up and like you know maybe do less miles one day and a little bit more miles another day so it wasn't quite so strenuous nice on the one that's awesome yeah Yeah. so I didn't even give you a chance to introduce yourself so why don't you tell us about you know your name and your kids and what you do and your passions and all that oh yeah totally I guess we probably should have started there Um, it's all good no it's all good we're We're just gonna jump being an epic mom right that's right um, you okay. are one yeah <laughs> so uh Jess my husband's name is Sam and we've been married for about 16 years and we have three kids Rachel is 14 Andrew is 12 and Kara is nine so girl boy girl uh they're super fun um we homeschool so I think we have in common yeah and um we, I never really planned on homeschooling, but we kind of just got thrown into it and everything. Yeah, fun. same here. I love it. Yeah. And my oldest is, you know, she's on the fence about high school next year at the public school, but I think we'll probably end up doing some. She wants to do choir, but we'll kind of see how that rolls. But my youngest, Kara, has begged me to homeschool her all the way through high school. So she's already decided so. that's yeah, what she's, she's already decided she's, mom I will never go to public school and I'm like okay I love <laughs> Sounds it good to me. yeah so, I'm the one of- that's been like against public school and I always thought that my kids would just go to public school but based on our circumstances they didn't and once we made the decision to homeschool we just never looked back because it was just such a perfect fit for our family so yeah. I think it's you know everybody this is certainly not I don't want to say everyone should homeschool their children because I don't think that's the case, but no, they're definitely, you know, kids should not be homeschooled. (laughs) Right. And there's some parents that your relationship with your kids would just be better if you were the homework helper and not the instructor. But, um, yeah, but I really think for our family, it was, it was just huge in terms of opened opportunities for us to be able to travel and, um, ways for us to bond stronger as a family and, um, delve into topics of specific interest. So that for us has been really cool. And then you've homeschooled all along, right? Um, so my oldest did um, first grade. I think she did first grade at public school. And then um, let me talk about this a little bit more later, but we ended up 
traveling full time for about five years. And yeah, so, so that, that was kind of our that was kind of our launch into like we're gonna have this alternative lifestyle. Um it was kind of crazy. Like we had always kind of talked about how we wanted to do something different, kind of unsettled, just not really like loving the suburban life. Yeah. And um throughout college my husband worked from home. So he's always kind of been a homebody and worked from home and you know he got his first real job after he graduated with his master's degree and we were like all excited and then two months in I was like okay can you go back to the consulting thing this is really lame having you gone gone all day right so we kind of always worked from home and then um you know we kind of talked about at one point how you know we didn't have a ton of money but we felt like with his job we had quite a bit of flexibility so like what what could we leverage that for? Like, what could we do with that? And so uh, we ended up with a house swap first and we, um, we were contacted by this family and we ended up swapping. They were, they lived outside of Washington, DC. And so we went and lived in their house. They came and lived in our house. And where were you? And in we had in Utah, okay. so near Salt Lake city. And um, her husband was getting deployed. She wanted to be by family. It was one of those like, hey, for maybe a month over the summer. And then I found out that she homeschooled. And I was like, well, I'd kind of maybe thought about it. And so, you know, the more we talked, we're like, let's just like plan on the whole six months. Your husband is gone and we'll just see how things roll. So um, it was a pretty epic step for us. Yeah. We're like, okay, we're just going to pack our life into a minivan and drive across the country for six months and we'll see how it goes. So we took 18 days to travel across the country and we just loved it. We loved the slower pace. We were like camping or we stayed with friends and we would like, my husband would still get a little bit of work in every day and we would just explore and just, I mean, you notice like that time together as a family where you're doing something together and you're exploring and you're learning and you're just kind of all growing together. And we just, we loved it. And so about two thirds of the way across the U.S., we actually ended up at the Airstream factory, which is in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. And they do. So we're like, oh, hey, you know, Airstream, iconic. Like we should go to the factory tour. And we just kind of fell in love with Airstream and, and knew a couple of families already on social media. Like Instagram was really new at this point. Um, we knew a couple of families already that were full time in Airstreams. And we're like, man, could we make that work? Maybe we could. And so by the time we got out to Virginia, we literally spent that first month like shopping for a trailer and buying a truck. And we actually went and picked up our trailer like a month after we got back to the East Coast. We had to drive back to like Illinois or something to get a, a used one. And and it was just this crazy whirlwind of a, a month of like planning and deciding that we were going to do this. And we're like, even if it's not forever, we'll try it for like six months as we make our way back you know, home to Utah and see how it goes. And so we ended up only being like three months in Virginia. And then we took six months to get home back to Utah and about Arizona. We decided to sell the house. Um, oh, wow. Right before you get home, you're like, oh, we don't even need to go back. We're like, well, we have a, at one point we were like, why are we paying a mortgage on a house that we like don't even want to go back to? Like, we just, we wanted to cut ties and I, and the kids were not really on board. And so we talked about like the future. We're like, Hey, well, if we sell the house, then it opens up so more, so many more possibilities in the future of what we could do. And we kind of got them dreaming and scheming and they were finally like, okay, let's sell the house. And so it was actually, they? they were, 
Oh gosh, I think Kara was four and Rachel was eight. And I think Andrew was seven. Yeah, old enough to to be able to have an opinion and yeah. Yeah, especially those oldest, I think the youngest, she just loved being with her family. Um, Right. You know, as a three-year-old, she was just like, yeah, this is really fun, you know. So the certainly uh, had an opinion about. He did, yeah. yeah. And, you know, yeah. about being friends and we talked about, um, you know, what that would look like and what that meant. And we talked about places that we could go and things we could learn. And they were just totally on board. So we ended up selling the house pretty quickly. By the time I got back to Utah in April, we had an offer on the house. And then it took us two months, two and a half months to renovate the Airstream and then sell all of our stuff. And then I think we pulled away like mid June from the house, like having it sold and done and everything. So um, a pretty painful process. Um, Turns out selling all of your stuff is very logistically painful and emotionally draining. Um, Yeah, I would think it would be. You know, you're like, I don't want to just like take my whole entire contents of my house to DI, even though that's what we sometimes felt like doing. Right. But um, yeah, it was, it was a really good learning curve, I think for all of us. And like one of those, like, okay, we're going to come together for this goal that we want to do. And, um, and then we spent about four and a half to five years traveling just with our family all over the U S and um it's seriously some of my favorite memories. Even now, some of the kids are like, hey, remember that Christmas that we spent in Zion National Park and it snowed, you know, on Christmas Eve and um, wow. actually around holidays, I think that comes up a lot. Like, remember when we spent, you know, Halloween on the Oregon coast or remember when we did this? And and it's just been really fun to hear them talk about it even now, now that we're stationary. Um, it's kind of been really fun. So, so what did you like were there would you go somewhere and then stay a few months or were you just constantly moving we were the constantly moving camp um we stayed somewhere maybe a week at the beginning I think we traveled a little bit longer or a little bit quicker um but really we would like stay somewhere for four or five days and then we would drive like 100 miles and we'd stay somewhere else for four or five days so we weren't making big hops. It was kind of just a little bit, little jumps. Because if you think about it, like 100 miles from where you are right now is someplace completely different. Like you don't right. have to go far in order to get something new. Um, and in that way, we got to explore a lot of little places, like a lot of little national monuments, like people, places people wouldn't like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, take a vacation to the Abraham Lincoln National Historic Site. But like, right. because we were right. traveling we got to see a lot of that um so it was very educational for the kids especially um I think they have 125 junior ranger badges a piece um, oh sure yeah, I love junior ranger programs I think that was, yeah, awesome. so that was a huge part of what we did for schooling um we call it road school just kind of learning from where you are I mean we had staples so we made sure we did math and English and writing and um and some staple stuff but a lot of the like social studies and science and all the extracurriculars were like hey let's go on this hike here let's earn this junior ranger badge and learn about geology at the grand canyon or let's you know do a lot of that stuff which i think um give them a really broad education in the beginning um which is really nice and they just they got so good at talking to adults i mean a lot of people are like well you're traveling like your kids don't have much socialization like that's the biggest thing i think People struggle with A, with homeschoolers, and then B, as we were a little yeah. bit more isolated on the road. Um, but it turns out, like, 
once you get into that network of people that are doing the same thing you are, um, there's a ton of people out there. And so we would make friends. You show up at a campground in November and there's another family with kids. There's a good chance they're also full-timing. So you have something in common and it's like this instant connection, like you have instant friends. Um, so we would meet a lot That's of so families, cool. traveled, um, and then we would get to see like tons of like my cousins that we normally wouldn't like take a vacation to go see my cousin, you know, but we're like traveling sure, through yeah. friends that we, Sam and I had some really good friends from college. Um, and now that we've, you know, all scattered across the country, like it was, it's been kind of fun to like catch up with some college friends. Like, Oh, Hey, we're driving through. Are you guys free? And um, I think we were actually more social when we were traveling. <laughs> like, I really think we were. So. Yeah, I could see that. Well, and it's, so then now you're stationary and how long have you been stationary? Yeah. Um, oh man. It's like this fuzzy line. Um, for sure a year, maybe like a year and a half. We consider ourselves stationary. Um, we kind of, so we landed in southeastern Idaho in this little town called Driggs. And it turns out we're just really small town people. Um, you know, when we travel, we would tell people that we would travel in the space between cities. Um, mm-hmm. We don't like big cities. Um, and so it's just this cute little one stoplight town that's right nestled up to the mountains. It's like perfect for us. So we live it. It's um, a cute town. Yeah, we have a cute little condo. Um, my father-in-law calls it a halfway house for recovering. <laughs> oh, um, but it's perfect. Like we, um, so we will list it on Airbnb when we do still travel. And so it's a great, because we're so close in proximity to Grand Teton National Park and Yellowstone National Park, we get a lot of tourism here. And so our Airbnb listing actually does really well in the summer. So like not this last summer, but 28, the summer of 2018, we took a big trip up to um, the Northeast. Finally, we finally made it to Maine and we did like Nova Scotia. Um, and so being able to rent it out while we were gone helped us offset the cost of traveling. So that's been really nice. Um, and then I think, you know, when we got back last fall, we were kind of like, okay, we're finally just going to settle into life here. Like it's time to like dig into the community. It's time to, um, it's time to really just kind of put down a few roots. Um, and so for the last year, that's kind of what we've been trying to do. And it's been, it's been really fun. So you're enjoying it. Yes, we are. All settled and you're digging into your community and, um, and what are you finding? Are you finding you're happy to be settled or are you missing the road? Uh, definitely not missing the road. It's been kind of an interesting journey. I think, especially for me as a person and more especially as a parent, um, I just, I feel like we kind of had our patterns and kind of what I thought everybody liked to do together when we were traveling and then we get here and I feel like everyone's been able to kind of branch out of that a little bit. Um, my husband is a total geek and he loves he loves like home automation projects and he we got here and he bought a 3d printer and it's been like printing all the things you know it's kind of these like suppressed hobbies that have, nice. have kind of like broken out you know which has been kind of interesting to yeah. see what everybody else finds interesting um both my daughters play volleyball um there's a little volleyball league 
like club here um so they played volleyball last winter which was really fun um I played volleyball in high school so I kind of nudged them that way and that was really fun um you know we met over mountain biking you mentioned my two oldest joined we have a mountain bike team here and um my two oldest joined and I joined as a coach uh which was super fun for us this last summer we all really loved the team atmosphere of the mountain biking um so that was really fun and it's I don't think we miss the road sometimes I miss um just like seeing new things and like going new places all the time but at the same time I think it really helps that we just absolutely adore where we live and there's so much to do here that um you know that wanderlust that call of the road isn't quite as strong anymore which is kind of nice because there for a while there I was really struggling with hey when's our next trip and when's our next where are we going to go next and I've kind of settled into the yeah. But like, no, like we really can be happy here. Like it's okay. Um, but it's it's taken a little bit to get to that point, I think. Did you so how do the feel, kids feel? Are they happy to be parked for a while or are they wishing for more trips too? Um, I think they're all really happy. Um our oldest, you know, she's a teenager and so it's a bit of a roller coaster, um, as you know, but she I Right, happy right. to never be in the airstream ever again um the younger two and I think that's only because she um it gets a little cramped in there with her siblings you know she wants a little bit more space which I totally understand mm-hmm. um I feel like that's pretty normal um and the younger two yeah. I think they love being in the airstream but what's funny though is this last we had our, we travel for our our mountain bike um races and so we traveled over near Boise on the other side of the state and for this last mountain bike race. And we ended up staying probably an extra like five or six days because the weather was a lot nicer over there than it was here. And we wanted to keep mountain biking. And we got to the point where Rachel was like, our oldest was like, yeah, let's stay. I want to stay and mountain bike some more. And the younger two were like, can you just go home? And I'm like, this is so backwards from like what I normally hear from them. Like usually the younger two were like, yeah, let's keep playing and then let's keep going or we love the airstream and our oldest wants to go home so it was kind of this reversal that's but awesome what to do with that but yeah I think for the most part we're just really happy here I mean we look forward to trips and I think um I think coaching and being on the mountain bike team for me being able to travel for those races kind of helps with that a little bit with my little wanderlust because then you know, we get to go bike in awesome places like Sun Valley or Bogus or, you know, in cool places. So it kind of feeds that a little bit, but while also giving us some stability here at home. Um, I'm right. finding I really actually do like having a bedroom door that closes the <laughs> door. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, that's actually really nice sometimes. Having yeah. like a nice big shower, like lots of hot water. I mean, you know, in a kitchen, um, Rachel's really gotten into cooking. And so she spent probably like two or three weeks like making dinner every night. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. You know, yeah. And yeah. Stuff that, like I'm learning to really that we kind of did without and it was fine. Um, and at the time we didn't mind. But now that I'm starting to enjoy those perks a little bit more, part of me is like, I don't want to go in the airstream either. Like, we'll right, you have all of the luxuries of home. Where it's easier. Yeah. And it's so funny because my husband and I often would say that comfort is the enemy of adventure. And I still 100% believe that. Like, we went on so many adventures and so many, like, spontaneous things where we're like, oh, hey, we're in this national park. 
oh, hey, we should just go backpacking. Okay, let's pack up our stuff and go. Like it was just so spontaneous based on where we were that um, I felt like there was a lot of adventure there. And we obviously don't get that as much here. And we're kind of just like settling into like our little comfortable routine. Um, And I worry a little bit that we'll get stuck there a little. I could see that. Yeah, I had those same kind of thoughts. We're a lot more spontaneous when we're on the road than when we're at home. You know, and the calendar gets filled with, you know, activities and outings and you just... And things you feel like you absolutely can't miss, but like... Right, but in reality... All of those things for like four years, you know? Exactly. And I think it takes um, the right mindset to be, to kind of have one foot in both places, um, which was kind of our goal was we call them... Instead of like full-time families, like full on the road, we joked around for a while that they, we were half-time families. Like we were kind of half in a condo and half, you know, yeah. on the road where we going to get the, the best of both worlds. Um, and I think you can do that to some extent. You just have to have a right, the right mindset and you have to be, you have to be totally purposeful and you have to have a lot of intention in your life and in your activities. Because I feel like if you just go with the flow then you do just stay with whatever is comfortable and you're not encouraged to break outside that or challenge yourself or, or anything. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I think we've kind of are, I would call us more on the half time or, yeah. you know, depending on the year, half time to one third time, but this last year was definitely a little more than half time. But, um, but I did. Yeah. I was looking at my schedule this week and I was like, Oh, I miss the days when there was nothing on the schedule and I could just be like, let's go for a mountain bike ride. And, and this evening I'm going to go for a run in the park and watch the sunset or the Tetons. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And instead I'm like, um, just schedule every little bit. So yeah. it's good to go down a little bit because we can have adventures even when we're stationary in one place. You just have to fight harder for them. I think you do. I think it's a little bit more of a fight. I think that's totally true. Well, and really that is, I mean, that's how I feel too, even like, um, it's a lot easier when, when we've been on the road to say to my, my girls, like, Hey, let's go do blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay. And when we're at home, I will offer the same suggestion of a fun thing they love to do. And they're like, yeah, I'm good. No, I don't want to, I don't feel like it. Yeah. So it is more of a fight. You have to force all of us out the door. Yeah. Yep. Well, and it was interesting, like this last, so we did have like 50 degree weather last week, which was kind of amazing for November. So I took full advantage one day and I think I mountain biked like 15 miles. And then nice. the next day I was like, Hey, I really wanted to go do this, this hike over in Grand Teton. It's one of the lower lakes called Taggart. Um, so it doesn't get as much snow. It's one of the first to melt and open up in the spring. And then it's like the last to get a lot of snow. Um, but it's a super pretty hike. It's not very hard. It's like three miles round trip, which for us is like nothing, right? It's like, yeah, that's, yeah. Let's do it. Oh, but it's nice and it's a beautiful day. And I, I, I bribed my kids or I incentivized them, (laughs) you know, with breakfast. I'm like, Hey, let's go to this restaurant for breakfast. They're doing like two for one entrees. And then we'll go over and we'll hike in Grand Teton. And there was like, all the grumbling and complaining and I don't want to go. And I'm like, whatever, we're going anyway. And I, I just made the decision. I'm like, we're going, whether you like it or not. Um, and breakfast was great. And then we get over there and we're hiking and we're on our way back. And I love it. My teenager is Rachel. She's, she comes up and she like grabs my hand and she's like, thanks mom for bringing us out here. This is so beautiful. And she's like, can we come back next week? 
<laughs> I like die. I'm like, okay, so you know, just to clarify, you went from I really don't want to do this at all to yeah, can we come back next week? She's like, you just gotta drag me out of the house. And I'm like, where's my carrot pen? You know, from like Zootopia. Yes. Like, <laughs> to be like, I'm just gonna repeat that back to you later, which of course they hate when we say that, but um but it is true. It, it is, is true. true. Just and even for me too, sometimes I'm like, no, as soon as as soon as I get out, it will be it will be better. The hardest part is getting out the door. Always. It is always. Always the hardest part. And after yes. that, like the magic happens and it's amazing. And I'm like, okay, just get out the door. That's sometimes my like mantra, my little chant. I'm like, just get out the door. Just get out the door. Just get out the door. You know? And then that's brilliant. It becomes yeah. so much easier after that. It does. It's just taking that first step. I guess that's with anything that's worthwhile, it's the first step. And then you've got a little momentum. You can move forward. Yep. Yeah, I love it. So did you always want to be a mom? Yes. Yeah, actually. Always. always. And I love it. I didn't think I would be like an outdoor adventure mom. But uh, no, no, like I, well, maybe. I don't know. I did a lot of outdoor stuff in college. But I don't think I ever really thought about introducing that to my kids. Like that just really wasn't on the forefront of my mind. Um, but it's kind of interesting. I specifically remember the point where Sam and I sat down and we talked about it and we we're like, okay, like, I think it's time to hike five miles instead of like two with the kids, you know? And then I specifically remember the point where I was like, I'm going to teach my kids how to mountain bike and like got excited about it. And, um, and it's kind of crazy because in the outdoor industry, which is where my, um, you know, where I, I do the word, I wouldn't even call it like professionally, like or career, that's not really what it is, but like kind of my industry and where yeah. I am the most familiar with people is in that outdoor industry. And I've met so many people, women in particular, where, you know, kids just aren't in their cars. Like I hear that, like, oh, kids just aren't in my cars. Like I'll just love them, my nieces and nephews or, you know, like, and there's that, this, this theory or this idea that like kids can slow you down in the outdoors. Like if you have kids, like suddenly your outdoor adventures are over and yes. it, it's such a lie. It's such a lie. Like, yeah, I think you slow down for a little bit, but like some of the most epic outdoor people I know have like three little kids and they do yeah. amazing things with those kids. And like to the point where I'm like blown away and I'm like, I can't believe you took your kids to do that. That's really crazy. You know, like she's out there cross country skiing with her like chariot and her two kids in it, you know? And I'm like, right, right. I never would have done that, but that's really, you know, and so I think if you're motivated enough, there definitely doesn't have to be any of that. And at the same time, like watching my kids grow and learn in the outdoors and become so much more confident and capable is like the best thing ever. It's like the best high you can get. Like I, that's you one know, of my favorite it's, things it's, too. Yeah, I just love yeah. it. And like all the feels and like, wow, I just, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, but just being able to share that with your kids, I think is way better than do, ever just doing it on your own, if that makes sense. So it, it's well, like, I think so. It amplifies yeah. like it the amplifies it. Yes, that's a good word. I think it amplifies it. So like, it's an amazing experience and adventure. And then you get to share it with this child who you love so much and watch it be amazing for them. It just amplifies it. Yes. I love it. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm a firm believer in just keep living your life with your kids. Like, and, and I don't even know if I'd say that kids slow you down as much as they might 
change your activity to tweak it in a certain way that you can fully participate for a time and then move forward. So I don't know if I, but I, I think, um, I mean, I'm in, I'm in the same camp as you. I, we started, I don't know. I think our son was our first boy. Our first child was two weeks old when we took our first road trip Mm. and we just were like, Oh good. Mom feels good enough. Baby is okay. We're going to hit the road. And we, and then, I was laughing because I realized that when my youngest was two weeks old, we took a road trip also. So we just, and everything in between, you know, Mm -hmm. but um, I, I agree. I think that children just make the experience just all the sweeter and, and who wouldn't want to share such great, amazing things that we have and adventures opportunities that we have with their kids. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. So, what do you do though to kind of recharge yourself without your kids? Because I'm guessing that you need to. I know I need to. There's oh my things gosh. that I do that are just without my kids that I recharge. So what kinds of things do you like to do? Yes. Um, I've actually made some good friends here in the valley. And so, you know, like now that our kids are old enough, like even sometimes we'll go up to the ski hill and we'll send the kids off to go ski and her and I will go boot up Mary's and ski down Mary's or we'll go do something like more difficult or like I'll take a day where nope I get to go on a bike ride today and the kids I just I let the fact go that like my kids are home not doing anything and it's okay and I'm gonna go take a bike ride for me like it doesn't have to always be family oriented or oriented around my kids sometimes you're like nope I need this one for me I need to go get a workout for me um And so being okay with that, I think has been a little bit of a struggle for me and kind of a journey where that's now okay in my mind. And it's okay that I'm going either by myself or with a friend and it doesn't have to be all of us together as a family. And that actually super recharges me. Um, This is a little bit different, but we're, um, you know, we're both members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I have actually learned over the last, four or five months that I really just need my scripture study in the morning. I need my morning scripture devotional time. I need that time in the good word of God. And I am a much happier person. Much happier I am person. More, I know me too. <laughs> I am much more calm and level. Yeah. And I just, I feel like my day is more complete and I'm less like frantic and like running around. Um, I'm able to focus better on like homeschooling my kids. And so um, that was a steep learning curve too. I was like, oh, I'm like missing something. And I'm like, oh, I should try that. You know, like maybe I should regularly read my scriptures and it's actually made a huge difference. So that's so awesome. That's been nice, but it's very much like, okay, you will not bug me before 8 a.m. Because my scripture study is in my bedroom from seven to eight and you can have me With as a mom after 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, do not talk to me before 8 a.m. because I'm busy reading. You know, it's like almost. Yeah. You have to schedule the time. Yeah. I'm like, don't talk to me because I'm reading my scriptures. It's almost laughable. Um, Then I do try and like we have a store in a condo that's not very big, but we do have a separate garage and we set up like a little gym out there. So I have a spin bike and weights and like a mat and stuff. And so sometimes that's also my escape where I'm like, mom's going to go work out. Um. I love that. I love the endorphins. I love, I love lifting weights, which is kind of weird to me, but, um, and so no, I'll go, I, that. Yeah, I'll go do awesome. that too. Yeah. And just, you know, um, you know, I mentioned my girls are playing volleyball. 
Um, this last year, I was actually on a women's team. So we would drive like 45 minutes to an hour into Rexburg to go play in, a, in like like a six-on-six league every Monday. Um, and I lived wow. for those Monday nights. I was like, oh, it's my turn to go play volleyball. You know, and just finding stuff that I enjoy for me individually that's separate from my family, I think has been a big step for me too, which sounds kind of weird. But I think just when we were traveling and always doing things together, we were so family focused, which is, was amazing. But at the same time, like, I think there wasn't almost enough growth yeah. for me there individually a little bit. Um, and so to be able to take back a little bit of that time has been, I think has been really nice for me. Well, and your kids are at a great age that you can take that time yes. and not worry that someone's going to burn the house down while you're out in the garage for five minutes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I used to think I, I used to, I mean, I love toddlers and I loved babies and teenagers are their own battle, but oh my gosh, I love it. I love how capable they are when they get older. Right. Love, they're so much more yeah. fun to do. They have interesting ideas. And it's it just, it's kind of been a fun phase to be a mom in. It like, is. Um, you it's know? so fun. Yeah. yeah. I love, I love my teenagers. I love toddlers and their, and their inquisitiveness. And, and I love like preschoolers and then like watching the, watching language and mathematics come alive in their minds. I think that's amazing. And getting to know their little personalities and they're so cute and their tiny little hands. But all of my children are firmly in the asset column mm-hmm. as opposed to partly in the liability column. They are right. all in the asset column. They can all dress themselves and feed themselves. Yes. And yeah. And after we got home from our trip um, this summer, cause we were gone um, four and a half, five months, my girls had missed having an oven. They just started baking. They just, oh, and oh, so like good. there's constantly something yummy in the oven. It's not been super helpful to me, but it's been it's been delicious but my wife is showing it but yeah but um I just I love I love the age when they are so capable and able to do things and you can just kind of watch them continue to um, mature into a you know into a self-sufficient person that can take care of themselves and I love that and then they become your peer and you can go play with them yes yeah yeah but I am definitely an advocate of mom's finding something that they just love to do that fills them up so they can keep on giving to their kids. Cause I sometimes think that we, we, we don't take the time to take care of ourselves like we could. And it's, and it's important to how else are we going to be able to take care of these about again, you know, about these little people that we're in charge of if we are just dragging all the time because we've forgotten to take care of ourselves. Yeah. So thanks for sharing the things you love to do. Um, I was also wondering if you have any advice for anybody that may be listening that is sitting on the fence. They kind of think maybe they might want to go travel more than just overnight or a quick little trip with their kids. What kind of advice could you give them? Do it. Oh my God. Just do it. Just do it. It's so funny. Like we, I think maybe because we just got thrown into the situation and it, it and then we would talk to people and they're like, Oh yeah. Like a year from now, we're going to launch, like, we're going to launch on this, like, full-time journey in, like, a year, and I'm, like, in a year, like, go now, you know, like, what are you waiting for, you know, and I get that, like, sometimes, you know, financially, it doesn't work out, and we were super blessed that, like, we kind of already had the finances in place, and, you know, everything just was kind of this, like, golden paved pathway that was, like, oh, you should travel full-time, and we're, like, okay, not that it was easy, but I feel like 
we were very prepared previously to the idea. Um, and the other thing too is that, you know, sometimes you can start smaller, like even, um, even if you can't like go full time right now, like you could do other things where you're like, okay, let's take this, this week long trip. And instead of, you know, going out to grandma's house as quick as we can and back, like we'll go stop at places along the way and see things and just kind of exploring your own backyard. We yeah. often found like we would visit people and be like, Oh, you know, this really cool thing that's like right here. And they're like, I have never been there. And I'm like, it's like right, right here. Like, why did you right. want to go to this? You know? And we kind of have these blinders on a little bit, I think, where we're like, adventure is somewhere else. Like, we have to go somewhere else to find adventure. And a lot of times there is plenty to do or to adventure just right within, you know, 20, 30 minutes of where you live. And, you know, that that thing that you'll always get to later that you never do because you're too busy going to the far adventures can be just as cool and just as fulfilling and just as fun as the far away faster because you're closer to home and and preparation and (laughs) all of those things yes it was funny like after we had traveled so we did that for six months and we got back to our house in utah and we were like we have the timpanogos what is it called the cave it's like a national monument oh yeah 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 right that's like right up american fort Canyon. it was literally like 30 minutes from our house and we had lived there for like three or four years and had never taken our kids like I on like when I was little and growing up because I didn't live that far away growing up you know so good job for my parents for taking me but I was like there's a junior ranger badge there that we have never earned why have we never gone there like why have we never taken our kids and so that was kind oh, of an wow. opening moment for us where we're like yeah we should we should go explore our backyard um nice. while we're there so that's brilliant yeah I, I totally agree I totally agree it's good to be a tourist in your own town it is and do a staycation maybe for spring break you're like yeah i'm just gonna stay here and we're gonna go do all the fun things well spring in grant or spring in Driggs is not super amazing so i don't recommend it here but like (laughs) spring break (laughs) in other places (laughs) you could totally do a staycation and go explore fun places so yeah yeah absolutely and so often we like drive past things and we see them all the time but we just never have stopped you know both museums Mm -hmm. and natural wonders so do you think that you're going to be stationary for a while or are there plans to go on the road full time again in the future or is it all just depending on how the we wind blows? I have no idea. Um, it was right. just kind of interesting today. I was thinking about it today as I was walking back from working out in the garage, right? Like I was walking I back that. and I'm like, you know, I would like to have a gym in my garage too. It's you know, it's list. actually kind of nice. It's completely yeah. separate. And go out there and I can blast the music and not bug anybody because who else is hanging out in their garage? It's so (laughs) really nice. Um, Anyways, I was walking back and this just thought came to me that was like, enjoy the downtime because there's more coming. You know, it was one of those like you had this like huge journey and it was big and it was life changing and you raise your kids differently. And so therefore you all think differently and, you know, you kind of see the world differently and there's more to come but right now you just just take it easy just rest you know like it was kind of one of those like moments where like okay we just need to build up our reserves right now like let's fill that reservoir and then we'll see what comes next you know um yeah definitely not on the road full-time again at least in the U.S. I think that's definitely past us for now um but we've talked maybe about going internationally at some point um you know, my daughter, yeah. we, my husband and I did this, um, 
backpacking trip in Italy with just the two of us this summer. Um, and it was amazing. Like we flew over to Venice and then took public transportation up to the Dolomites. And we did this like five or six day backpacking trip. It's not really backpacking. It's like day hiking because you stay in these refugio huts um, every night that they like feed you and you ha- you like get to sleep on a bed. <laughs> wow. Nice. Hour, right. So super nice. Yeah. But it was this amazing. It's called the Alta View One. Um, and we just did a six day section of it. I think it's like more like nine or 10 days if you do the whole thing. Um, but there's one, it's called the Tour de Mont Blanc that is in its parts. It's in the Alps. So it's parts of Switzerland, France, and Italy. And I was like, we should take our kids and go do the Tour de Mont Blanc. That would be amazing. Right? That would be amazingly amazing. expensive, but amazing. Anyway, so. And we're doing to be down for that? Yeah. Oh yeah. They, they would totally love that. And so, you know, we talked about like, okay, well maybe we'll go up to Europe for like four or five months and we'll do that as part of it. Or, you know, stuff like that, where it's harder to jump in with both feet, like spontaneously, like that is definitely something that we would have to plan for. Um, But I think doing something like that in our future could be really fun as long as we don't get too comfortable in our routines and feel like, we can't ever leave you know like that's the flip side yes. is, is the yes. like okay let's not get too comfortable and feel like I can't pull my kids out of public school should they decide to do that or you know what I mean like right. making sure we kind of keep that mentality of flexibility just a little bit so that we're like okay no we really can't go to this adventure it's okay yeah it's okay for, for the sure. stuff that we're leaving for now we can come back to so I don't know we'll see I'm not quite sure we'll what see in the cards for us, it could be pretty exciting or it could be really boring. Like we could just stay here forever and I would probably be okay with that too. So I'm not sure that would be too boring because you yeah. sure find ways to play everywhere where you are. So we do. I'm feeling you're going to have a good time wherever you go. Yep. But I really, really appreciate you joining me on the podcast today and sharing your story and your adventures and your enthusiasm for being an epic mom and traveling and taking your kids to do amazing things. So Thank you so much for joining us. Didn't you just love my conversation with Jess? She is so fun. I just want to keep visiting with her and get to know her better and find out all of her tricks that she did to make traveling around the country with her family such a success. And now find out what she's going to do in the future. I can't wait to see. I hope that this episode inspired you as much as it did me to just get out the door and and try something. Sometimes that's the easy that's the hardest part is just getting out the door. So I encourage you pick something to do today and get out the door. Make it an epic day. Hi, friends. Thanks for joining me today on the Epic Mom Podcast. Next time, I speak with my friend, Kayla Savage. She's the mother of three and a great inspiration. I know you're going to love our conversation. I hope to see you then. Make it an epic day.